It was a different time. And, you know, you, you, you tried, to, tried to stay in a group. That was the other big thing. Because, God forbid, you got lost. No one looked for you. <laughs> no one looked for you. There was no Amber Alert for us. I didn't even know a broad name Amber. Until <laughs> I was 21 and went to Vegas. <laughs> I picked up one of those hooker trading cards off the ground. I'm like, no wonder they're letting everybody know she's coming to town. Uh, got it. They didn't look for you when we were kids, did they? What'd they do? Huh? Didn't do anything. They did psychics and search dogs walking the grid. They just took your school picture and put it on a milk carton. And you better pray people had cereal for breakfast. Because if they had bacon and eggs, you'd be lost forever. Tammy Pescatelli, how are you? Crazy. Uh, how are you? Are you doing all right? I'm, uh, I, you know, it seemed like yesterday we were at Gephardt's, uh, having fun, getting drunk, and doing a great podcast, me, you, and Judd Jones. And then you're like, I got to come back soon to, you know, promote the way after school special a little more. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's do this like next week. And then the whole world fell apart. <laughs> I, I, I have since left New York City. Uh, we ran out of there and uh, we're hunkered down, you know, way out east on Long Island where there's way less people to hopefully, uh, I'm trying to be nice, but uh, I, don't, I don't trust anyone. Let's just put it that way. A lot less, Agreed. A lot less people to <laughs> cough in your face. I'll put it that way. Uh, but that's not even a guarantee, right? No, listen, we're on the other side. You know, I'm on the other side of Pennsylvania in a small little town. So yeah. for me, this is isolated and a normal day. It has nothing to do with Corona. So add Corona to it. And by the way, uh, our Walmart had toilet paper. So what? if you need some, I'll send that to you. Yeah, can you FedEx? Well, uh, I was going to say, can you FedEx it? But the FedEx guy came here yesterday and I looked like mm -hmm. a complete lunatic. I, I know my last name is Hughes, but now I'm acting like Howard Hughes. So the packages come to my front door. The guy leaves. He has gloves on, so he's doing properly. But I'm, I'm thinking about how it's packaged in the plant. Did any of those people have coronavirus? Uh, and now it's on my stoop. It's, it's outside stuff. So I'm in the rain with gloves on, a mask, <laughs> and disinfectant. And I'm spraying the outside of the boxes, wiping them down. Then I'm opening up the boxes and whatever was inside. Now I'm spraying all that stuff. Then I'm throwing the boxes. I'm just throwing the boxes. I'm not even putting them in the garbage because where I live, there's a lot of wind and, and the wind is just blowing the garbage away. And I, I feel like that's, that's the safe way to do this. And then I bring the stuff into the house and I tell my wife and kids, don't touch this stuff for a week. So it's in another room in self-quarantine. My uncle used to do that, but that's because the UPS guy was a black guy. So he wouldn't <laughs> let us bring it in the house. <laughs> oh my God. It's horrible. You're not like you're in a bomb suit. You're trying to, yeah. to defuse the, the, well, get this. So, you know, when I saw you yeah. the next couple of days, I went on the Today Show. Right. Turns out I was on the fourth hour of the Today Show. 
on the third hour, they just made this huge deal that uh, two of the producers not only tested positive but came down with coronavirus, okay? So they had to let everybody know. And I told my husband, I said, well, if I die, at least you can sue NBC and Showtime because they forced <laughs> me to promote this, right? Exactly. So, but um, I kept getting a lot of texts and calls and it got annoying. So on my personal Facebook page, I just wrote, hey guys, thanks for the texts and calls. I'm good. I'm isolating. I don't have any, you know, it's been six days. I don't have any symptoms, but thanks for the thing. Well, apparently somebody saw somebody saw somebody when I went to the bank. The, I went inside because the line was about an hour long and they were open. So I... Of course, you're not close anyway by the other side of the counter. The teller, the teller looks at me like literally I had leprosy. And she goes, weren't you somewhere? Meanwhile, she's touching money with no gloves and handing the money back to me. I don't know how you're handling money during this crisis. Because you got to go get it. Because I heard from, so you know I'd have done tons of USO tours, right? Yeah. And on a lot of those tours, um, we're protected by some some people who have some high clearances, okay? The same guy yeah. called me and told me that this might be an attack on the monetary system. Oh, really? What that, is that this may be all part of... China needs to thin the herd anyway. Yeah. And what better way to do it while breaking the economies of their enemies? Oh, really? That's why they're, yep. ca that's why they're calling it the Chinese flu. The it is the Chinese flu. Let me tell you something. If I call, if if I can, that lady at the bank, if she gets coronavirus, she's going to blame me directly, right? She's yeah. going to go, Tammy Pescatelli gave me the coronavirus. Yeah. So if he's calling it the Chinese flu, I don't know what anybody wants. He's 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 over sixty five years old. You can't get those people to change their words. Uh, he, yeah, he's in his seventies. He's old school. I That's just feel right, 72, right? I just feel sorry for our Chinese American friends there, Tammy Pescatelli. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's so Listen, I don't. Um, <laughs> I don't feel sorry for a lot of people. When I'm seeing these videos yeah. that are having to teach people how to wash their hands properly, right. yeah. I'm like, listen, I skeeved you guys anyway. The, half the American public, if you don't know how to wash your hands, this is you deserve this. Of course. I can't take it. Did you see the video where uh, the guy washed his hands with some kind of black stuff? Yeah, that you don't get your thumbs. Uh, oh, yeah, you don't get your thumbs. Exactly, exactly. And, yeah. And why were you online at the bank? I think that's what's spreading this virus a lot, too, because we're all running to the supermarkets and hoarding food. We're panicking, and we're like, oh, we got to social distance, but before we social distance, we got to wait online at the grocery well, store in the bank. To. No, and, I've been out of town since I saw you. So yeah. it's like I, I couldn't just come in town. I had to get a you have to have a little bit. I don't have you know, I, I had to go. I wanted I needed money to go buy guns. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I hear you on that. But but we're online with people and they could easily have the coronavirus and not know it. So that's problematic as well as we try to you know stock up on supplies. Yeah, I think we all probably already have it. Well, if it's that widespread, it's probably laying dormant in some and activating in others. I, you know, I couldn't agree with you more. When they first said, I think it was out of Washington State, they're like, and the lady, she had no contact with anyone from China, and she's like kind of a homebody, and we don't know how she got it. I'm like, I know how. That means it's been in this country for way longer than uh, they're telling us. Agreed. Although I will say, I once fell asleep and and woke up. 
uh, at the Seattle airport and thought I was in China. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> there are a lot of Asian people in oh, the state of Washington. There it is. Very nice. You know, it's funny you have toilet paper. We also have toilet paper. Did you hear about Mike Huckabee? No, what happened to Mike oh, Huckabee? Oh, my. Let me get this tweet. Uh, this is what Mike Huckabee said. Everyone scrape your dirty asshole with the corn cob. The, uh, he didn't say that part, but this is his. Oh, I was going to say, wait a second. This guy really has changed. This is, <laughs> this is his tweet, though, for real. Those of us from rural south know how to handle toilet paper shortage. Eat more corn on the cob. The corn isn't important, but the cobs are free and work great. Just don't flush them. You're welcome. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, oh, my God. Well, they do call it cornhole. I mean, that is, I'll never forget the first time yeah. I was out in Pennsylvania, and they were like, hey, we're playing cornhole. And I'm like, okay, we're leaving. <laughs> like, I remember I wrote this whole bit about um, Cheryl, what's her name, that beautiful singer? Oh, she not, you know, Cheryl, she dated uh, Lance Armstrong. Cheryl and Crow. Cheryl Crow, yeah. yeah. She was on a whole campaign, like in, 2004, 2005, about the environment that we should wipe with one sheet of I toilet remember. paper. I remember. Remember that? Yes. And she, like, literally, I remember going to see her in concert, and she stopped and did, like, a seven-minute diatribe on it. And I'm like, no wonder you can't get a man, because you stink. Like, <laughs> right. You have to wipe at some point. I did try it for shits and giggles. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it's, impo- it's impossible. It is impossible. It's impossible for any normal human being, unless you're squatting in the woods yeah. and you're completely in the squat position. Yeah. There's just no way that that's going to happen. Like my kid is a little bit anxious about stuff. And then you have to kind of just play it down. You know, he's like, Oh, I don't want you to have Corona. What happens if something happens to you and daddy or, yeah. and I'm just like, buddy, it's all every day. There's something that could you know, I, it's hard because I, I replaced fear with more fear. I go, right. buddy, it's okay. Every day something could happen. You know, there are accidents. There, a deer could jump out in front of the car. So I think I created more issues. Well, my kids every day, they're going, Daddy, can I go on my iPad? Daddy, can you get me a drink? Daddy, I'm hungry. Daddy, can I go on my Nintendo? Daddy, can you put something on the TV for me? Daddy, 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 daddy. <laughs> There's a guy, there's a great video of this guy going, they ask him, he's the guy, like there's a voiceover and says, would you rather be quarantined with your, would you rather A, be quarantined with your wife and kids or B, and he goes B. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're really getting to know the people we live with, huh? (laughs) It is, it's good. This is something from my marriage, I have to tell you. I have never spent 10 weeks straight with my husband. It's going to get crazy. And and my husband can still go to work because we have the mechanics garage. Oh, okay. He's safe over there though? Yeah, I guess. I mean, by then I got a lot of life insurance. I will remember. (laughs) You're pushing him out the door. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how this 10 weeks works. (laughs) So far, so good. I do think, though, mark my words on this. When we get on the other side of this, you're going to see a big change in the educational system because they have now realized that you can educate children via Skype and Google and the money that we funnel into the education system, which but isn't already enough, is going to be cut in half. 
You're 100% correct. And, and I think finally people will be able to work from home. I mean, it's been obvious for a long time that a lot of us could do our jobs from home, but we got the asshole bosses and they can't justify paying you this much money if you're going to stay home in your pajamas working. But now that we're all doing it, uh, the ones that are lucky to still have jobs, when this finally passes, it's going to be the new norm that you're going to see a lot more companies just uh, tell their employees, yeah, you can work from home a day or two a week, if not if not five days a week, because then they save on office space and all sorts of things. It's to their yeah. benefit at this point. I don't know how they're going to get people actually go back to work. Like once you realize you oh could be God. hanging out with your dog in your underwear, yeah. you know, like yeah. and still be productive. It's all, I think it's it's going to be like, you know how you always picture judges having nothing underneath their robes? Right. All these Skype calls, no right. one's got pants on underneath. No, they might not. have a shirt on on the top, but. <laughs> I have nothing on right now because, you know. <laughs> that's, I, I, I don't... that's what your wife just sent me a picture of, so. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. And then with the homeschooling, it hasn't started with uh, our kids yet because they were uh, in the middle of spring break when this whole thing hit and we, uh you know, ran out of New York City, but uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, that online learning thing. They got to figure out a way to do that because there's no way. What are these kids going to do? Go to school all summer? Uh, no, I think uh, New York is is pretty much. I think they either did it or they're going to do it very soon. They're they've pretty much canceled the rest of the year. My kids are in private school, and I think we follow what the public schools do in New York. So there's a very good possibility, as far as we go, that our kids aren't going back to school this year. So then, how do they figure it out in the fall? Yeah, I don't. It the whole thing is crazy. What I want to know, this is one of the things that I'm saying about the sports and all these people are like, isn't it wonderful that the NBA and the NHL and the blah 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 they all canceled. You know, they canceled, but what everybody forgets is they have insurance. Right. That's a the good owners, point. Not, not the people who work there. They, like, as always, the people who get screwed are the working man. Right. You the, know? The blue-collar people. And That's it. What, what do yeah. you think of uh, all the NBA players being tested for uh, COVID? Yeah, well, we should be testing them for a lot of stuff, quite <laughs> frankly. <laughs> I, I have people that are bitching, like, I really need to, you know, get tested. I was in a, in a situation where people around me think they have it and I want to get tested. I got family at home and they won't, you know, they won't give me the test. I said, just find an NBA player and have them cough in your face and then tell, you know, uh, your health professional that uh, that happened and they'll give you a test right away. Yeah, I think it's a strip club thing, by the way. What like, do you mean? Oh, like you think the strippers uh, passed the COVID-19 on to the NBA players? Well, I think it's an easy place where it happens, close contact quarters. Yeah. I also think that, like, I know they didn't want to shut down Vegas, and I know that's huge. Yeah. But those buffets have always been giant Petri dishes. Oh, my God, yeah. If, if anything, you could catch diabetes from half of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I well, know you can. Sadly, you know, a lot of the country is still not taking this that seriously. We're getting there, but unfortunately, it's too late. A lot of people are going to get it. And uh, the number of people that are going to die from this is going to be kind of overwhelming for most of us. I know. Well, you know, so. You saw the I spring breakers, this. right? Yeah. It's it's a. I, I tweeted a video and I thought it was an old video and someone was having, you know, having a little fun with this. But it turned out it's from this spring break. There's uh, one woman bent all the way over. There, she's in a bikini. The other woman's behind her. She's bent all the way over in a bikini. She's pouring a beer in her uh, butt crack to drink it. And then behind her is a guy now uh, bent all the way over uh, drinking a beer out of that girl's uh, butt crack. 
in the middle of a blame for that. Yeah. You. (laughs) You guys did that years ago. They're hacking you. (laughs) (laughs) You, In the middle of a pandemic, you know, it's one thing that you're not, you decide you're not going to social distance, but now, you know, you're going to, you're going to be drinking uh, beers out of a girl's uh, butt cracks. If they were the only ones that would go, I'd be willing to sacrifice it. For some reason, dummies, I don't know what it is, like just dummies and drug addicts are able to survive everything. It's always the good people that tried to help, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, that, that tried to help the druggie that we, catches AIDS from the lips. And, and on the last episode we did together, we were talking about the younger generation and how they're you know, they're trying to push us out. And boy, with this coronavirus, they're really pushing us out because they're like, we're we're not worried at all, so we're going to go to spring break, and we're not going to do that social distancing at all, and we're going to drink beers out of uh, butt cracks and blah blah blah. Then they go home to their hometowns, and then they uh, you know infect the older generation, and those are the ones that aren't doing well with this thing. I know. And did you remember how we were talking? And I said, thank God, no one said this came from dogs. Remember that? Yeah. They found two dogs just today. I mean, that I read about today. Yeah. Um. In, in China that tested positive for coronavirus. Oh, this is evil. Whoever started this is really evil. Let's make sure the, the cute dogs have it as well. Because that's the one thing we, we need for comfort is to pet a little cute dog or puppy. And, and now you're paranoid that they might have it. Well, and the fact it is, is that we're one of the only countries. You go to all these other countries, you travel. There are animals that wander the street in Greece, in Israel, and I see cats, tons of cats. They don't seem to care about cats. You go to like the Bahamas and to the Dominican Republic and you go, they have dogs. Dogs, You barely see cats because there are too many dogs that roam the streets back then. So we can't become that country. Like they said, they're afraid people will abandon their pets and you know for sure they will because crazy people need any, 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 anything to go crazy. Did you shave your head by the way? Not yet. I'm getting there, man. It is getting so poofy and ridiculous because, uh, you know, I have a hair cutter that figures out my my hair pattern. It's I'm not bald, but I'm definitely a little lighter on top. I have I have complete coverage, but then it's too thick on the sides. So no joke. I'm about a week to two weeks away from looking more like Bozo the Clown. And I already warned my wife. I've never shaved my head, but we're going to have to do it. I'm shaving my head because <laughs> Just get like it's too bad you didn't have a floby that you could cut the exact <laughs> pattern that they Remember have. that stupid thing? <laughs> yes, of course I do. So I cut my brother's hair. Oh, and it worked. <laughs> they didn't want me to, but I totally did. Um, I don't. You know, it's weird. I think this is also like you're. You're lucky. Your wife is a natural beauty, and I'm lucky. I don't know that I'm a natural beauty, but my husband is used to seeing me without makeup. Because when I'm home, for me, I always say it's like hag or drag. Like I either have makeup on, but when I'm home, I'm totally without it because I have too much on yeah. for work. Yeah. So um, I feel sorry for people who don't realize what their wives and girlfriends <laughs> actually look like. I'm just thinking the same thing. There's going to be some horror shows walking around. <laughs> There really are no Botox, right. no fake eyelashes like right. that are, I mean, there's false, but if you, if you, they were the ones that had the, like the, they'd go and have extensions put in. Yeah. There's no, no tanning. Yeah. If you're out of makeup, you're out of makeup. Yeah. Like, you know, there's, there's no hair dye. 
if your extensions are done, like you're going to see the real uh, on people. How about this one? When the hell did you go gray? 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> With those gray roots coming in and oh my God. Remember how you were laughing at me about my, my spectacles? Yeah. Well, now yeah. they come into play, don't they? Yeah. You've been collecting uh, eyeglass wear for years. Yep. Yes. And by the way, I <laughs> should time such as this. I should have said it a couple minutes ago, but you're a natural beauty there, Tammy Pescatelli. Oh, thank you. That's that's why you need spectacles. You're just being nice to me to get your glasses. <laughs> no, because I need you to ship that toilet paper to me, so because I don't want to use the corn cobs. I would. I don't even know if the post office is going to run. It's funny because I will say this. The day that I went out and got all the supplies, yeah. the people who were working were pissed to be working. Yeah, of course. So the ones who want to work can't, and the ones who are working are afraid. So it's a weird thing. The cashiers, I bow to those people. I, I, obviously, I bow to the medical community, but I'm also bowing to all the cashiers as we wait online to you know get our stuff. And they... They Ooh, just let me don't give you know. a medical community thing. Yeah. So everybody, we talked about this before. You know, my father's paralyzed, so he has a, and he had, they had a horrible wound where they, when the hospital dropped him, they just let him lay there, right? Horrible. Yeah. It's getting better six, eight months later. A nurse comes in three times a week to change the wound, okay? Now, he had other nurses come in, but they've stopped that. So I don't know what some people are going to do, and thank God my mother's an RN. She can cover right. a lot of the other stuff. But the wound nurse came in, and she had to go buy her own gloves because they're out of gloves and they had no more masks. Oh my God. That is horrifying. Horrifying. That is absolutely horrifying. I wonder if this is what counts as deaths because people would just die right. from infection because they can't get care. Yeah, of course. No, besides the people dying from the coronavirus, there's going to be a lot of people are dying because they're just not going to get the proper, you know, treatment in the in the hospitals. Yeah, it's crazy. Imagine you have a medical emergency and they're rushing you to one of these hospitals that is overwhelmed with uh, coronavirus patients. How is that going to work out? Yeah, no, and you can't even go. That's what I said to my husband. If I come down with it, I got a nebulizer. I got uh, I went and bought bronchade pills that yeah. are like, um, they're over the counter. It's like a inhaler. Yeah. It opens up your lungs. Yeah. So if anybody's listening, go get bronchade pills or order them on Amazon by Primatine Mist. Okay. Um, I'm not a doctor, but I know because of having asthma throughout the years, that opens up just as much as having an inhaler. Right. And I suggest let's try to, you know, work it through unless, you know, we got Pedialyte and Gatorade, right. so don't go to the hospital if you can get away with it. Uh, I mean, they don't have a cure, so why would you do that unless you're in a really bad state and then, you know, you're you're hoping for the best that they could at least, you know, help you out a bit. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is just – it's really starting to scare me, to be totally honest with you. Dude, who thought this? If you would have bet – if I would have said to you, when we were – you were, you remember we were freaked out sitting over there. We never would have thought we got to this place, you know? Right. And, but thank God we have this. Do you know how hard it is? I have watched every show. I've now been home since Sunday. I've caught up on every show I ever watched. I don't know what to binge watch. What are you watching? Uh, we ended up – oh, boy – I, I can't believe you just asked that. Here we go. Uh, so on Netflix, we really got into uh, the Netflix show Cheer. <laughs> okay. Do you know what oh, it is? Okay, now we really are going to die. It's a documentary about cheerleading. And it's a junior college. 
And uh, the cheerleading coach down there, she is uh, the best at, at the cheerleading thing. And everybody wants to go to, I think it's called Navarro College. And they all go down there. And she's won so many cheerleading competitions. And it's a Netflix show. It's about eight, I think, eight episodes. And it's really addicting. <laughs> And you get to you get to know the the kids that are at uh, Navarro College under this program trying to win the cheerleading championship, and then I'm looking at my wife like, man, I, I had no idea cheerleading was a real sport. <laughs> did I ever tell you what happened? Do you know in that special I did? I put on my old high school cheerleading. Did I tell you the story? No, no. I put on my cheerleading uniform from high school. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I was feeling really hot, like. And you know what I mean? Like, oh, wow, it still fits me. And then it was so old, the elastic disintegrated. <laughs> that's hilarious. But you should check out Cheer on Netflix. That's that's a good place to start. Oh. Nothing says you're doing a, a great podcast than the person just hanging up on you. Let's see what happened. Okay, that was strange. Yeah, it was strange. And then I was waiting yeah. for a laugh or something, and then it's like silence. Silence! Yeah, I uh, was like, wow. <laughs> I guess that was a dumb story. I know. All you got to do is say, stop telling stupid stories. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't have to hang up on me. And I said, you know, you really should check out, uh, you know, Netflix Cheer. And then there, there was nothing. Like, you hung up on me. Look how insecure we are. <laughs> So we don't even think I, uh, that technology went bad. We just think the other person was so bored and just hung up. It's so funny. But that's that's because we've been beaten down so many 100%. times. hundred percent. Hey, uh, but you should check out this show for real because I really thought cheerleading was just, you know, a bunch of girls and a bunch of, you know, guys uh, that just, you know, ran around with pom-poms because that's how it was when I was in school. And it turns out I, I, these cheerleading squads, they're real athletes, like legit. They're, yeah. they're, there's a lot of gymnastics involved and uh, flipping and spinning, like almost like Circus Soleil at times and really, really impressive. Yeah, that's how it got in college. That's, I mean, you know, I cheered all through all through school and then in, in college, too. And in college, it was really intense, and that's when guys were introduced and all that other stuff. And that was weird because, you know, people's fingers and thumbs would end up places they're not supposed to be. And they really didn't want them there either because oh, that's them were gay. My cheerleading experience in high school, there was a rumor. Mm -hmm. You know, this is how pathetic guys are. There was a rumor that uh, the cheer one of the cheerleaders uh, didn't wear panties. So we would, we would get in the school animal house. <laughs> right. But the rumor was legit. You know how that crap, you know, uh, gets around the school, and we were convinced yeah. that it was true. But we could never, like, we could never prove that it was true. And at halftime, at 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 the basketball games, we'd be in the stands, and we would be trying to take peeks. And you know, it it became a whole thing. So I, I don't even know if she was good at cheerleading. We were too busy trying to see if she had no uh, no panties on when she jumped up and down with her pom-poms. And I told my wife. About I'm like, all those high school rumors. You know, I yeah. found out that our high school, our home ec teacher was sleeping with a couple of my friends, these young, these guys. And it was weird because, you know, you knew that she favored them. Right. But apparently, you know, then you talk to the guys later and they're like, yeah, we were totally banging in the back. 
Wow, really? Yep. That yeah, was, just stuff that was happening back then. See, that that was every guy's fantasy in, in school. So when these stories come out, I, I mean, now I got a son and a daughter, you know, because it could happen either way. And I'm like, man, that was our fantasy. But if, if I found out my kid was banging one of the teachers, I'd be more than pissed off. Yeah, I think that's when I'd really end up probably with restraining orders or if not yeah. in jail. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where, like, I, I would go crazy. You know, you look at age, my son is 12. Right. I only have six more years of him in the house. Ostensibly, that, that little uh, kid that was banging that one teacher that had all those kids, he was 12 years old when that happened. Yeah, that's, I can't even imagine. Can't, Can you imagine that no. crazy lady? They just broke up, by the way. Oh, Who really? talks to her. Wait, was yeah, that they the just one? got divorced. Oh, okay. That was the one where, yeah, he was 12 when they uh, first got together. Then they ended up getting married years later and had a bunch of kids and stuff. But they just broke up? Yeah, they just got divorced. Billy or something. Uh, I mean, who talks to her, though? Like, look, what if that person was your neighbor? Right. I, 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 I've I, told this story before, so it's okay. So in my high school, um, uh-huh. we okay. uh, there was a, let's just say a gym office. And, you know, I I was an athlete, so we were allowed to be in the gym office a lot, you know, to just hang and stuff back in the day when we were in high school. Mm -hmm. And then we discovered behind the cork board, there was a hole that went right into the uh, girls' uh, locker room. And I know that sounds very, very Porky's-ish, but it's the God's honest truth. We had one of these in our high school. But the word got out, just like the girl with the, the no panties that, you know, the rumor was. And then we were allowed to close up the office. Like this certain person would leave eventually. And we were allowed to just hang out because we'd go back in on the courts and play basketball and this or this and that. And then we removed the cork board one day. And sure enough, there was a tiny hole in there. And, and it went right into the locker room. Girls didn't really shower unless they must have known you guys were watching. Though they would change definitely. We would change, and um, well, allegedly our. Uh, <laughs> oh no, we. How about our gym teacher? She always wanted to have conversations yeah. with us while we were changing. It oh, was really awkward. Oh, that's our old bit. I, I think if you're a, a a female gym teacher, you're absolutely a lesbian, and you're getting away with murder. <laughs> you're getting away with because you're yeah. you're allowed in the in the you know the girls' locker room. Yeah, she always used to want to talk to us. I right. mean, it, it, now, well, well, I, it, somehow it worked out because she was good to me. We got to teach Thriller one year and get out of all of our classes <laughs> right. and get two other girls. Right, right. We taught the Thriller dance to everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, it was. It's weird how like all this stuff that is now we know when you go back and you look and you go, oh yeah, all that shit was always going on. Oh sure, you know. Uh, we definitely Always. we definitely saw some girls naked. It didn't go into the shower, if I remember. This is me- I mean, this is so long ago now. Uh, but we definitely saw you know uh, girls naked um, through that peephole, which uh, I don't know, man. And now you'd be arrested for like you'd be a sex offender. Like that's the other thing I worry about. Like I go just the stuff that's innocent can't give someone a hot foot. Holy God! Right. Next thing you know, yeah, boom, but, you're in trouble. But we didn't put the hole there, and we were the same age as the girls. I know you weren't. I know you weren't. But I but think now, the teacher could get in they trouble. They even take kids. Like, yeah. you know, even kids get in trouble. If you, kid, if this is the whole thing that we have to explain, like your your kids are a little bit younger, but we had this thing because since my son's in middle school, we had to have these big parent-teacher meetings. Kid, say a young girl sends him a picture of herself right. in any state of undress. Right. And he were to send it to his friends, 
he could be arrested for child pornography. Oh and there are cases God. of that that are right now in this country. Right. I believe that. I believe that. That's cr- yeah. That's that's scary, man. So scary. And you can't watch. Like, I literally put Animal House on to watch with him, like, one day. Yeah. Because I only saw it on TV. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's all full of stuff that you just really don't want to show your kid. Well, well, it's the old days when they would show, you know, boobs, you know, a lot of girls topless. That was in every comedy when we were growing up. And they they took that. uh, They took that away from us. (laughs) Well, you know, the the one guy is is uh, dating a a girl. She turns out she's 12 or 15 or something like that. Yes. She passes out. There's an angel and a devil on his shoulder. Do it. Do it. Can you imagine? You you know, we talk about all the movies you can't make today. And certainly a lot of the scenes in Animal House. You couldn't do that. Yeah, because he takes her bra off and it was filled with toilet paper, which we all need now. (laughs) Right. And the toilet paper falls out anymore. And then he realized, oh, my God, this girl is underage. And this was completely acceptable to make and put in movie theaters back when we were growing up. Animal House. Yeah. Amazing. You can blame plastic surgeons for this crisis because yeah. if if they didn't have breast implants, there'd be more girls that stuffed and we'd have plenty toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, um, you, you mentioned your brother earlier, and I was on your Twitter before we started today. And obviously yeah. today, uh, Kenny Rogers died. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my mom was a huge fan of Kenny Rogers. I mean, who wasn't? He had so many freaking hits. But I checked your Twitter, and, and you have a story about uh, singing Kenny Rogers songs uh, to your brother, who had a breakdown. Yeah, so, this, yes, that sounds crazy. like a crazy so I was story. Living in Los Angeles, yeah, May, greatest time in the middle of um, last comic standing, and it's it's getting, we're getting ready for the finals, and uh, just a, a just a great time in my life. And I get a phone call um, that my brother's having a, a nervous breakdown. That he was he was in in uh, the police academy, and I don't know what was going on. We later found out that he was bipolar, but he was taking a lot of those. That's when those um, monster energy drinks came out, and that guarana in it, or guarana, or however you pronounce it, sometimes snaps people who have some issues, okay? Yeah. And he snapped, and he went and told his teachers that he was leaving for Virginia for the Pentagon, and he, you know, just really snapped, told my parents that he was he was moving, going on a secret mission, so... Oh wow! He put himself. Yeah, it was crazy. So he he put himself in, um, for like a a three day hold. But while he was in there, they were over medicating him, and he he got worse. He was like they're starting to see blue people. He was he couldn't. It was way worse. So he um. So my mother worked at the hospital at the time, and we talked to the administration, and the only way that he could not have the meds is if someone was with him twenty four hours. So I had obviously flown back, and I said, I'll stay with him. So I, I stayed on the psych unit with him for three days, uh, sleeping on a windowsill, just making sure that he got what was his normal medication to get him even and get that other stuff out of his system. But we literally, I rocked him back and forth singing Kenny Rogers songs because like, you can't think. They, they weren't allowed to have television. They weren't allowed to have radio. They weren't. And the only thing I could remember, the only thing my brain could wrap around, because it was really scary, was singing, you know, The Gambler. And I'm the worst singer, but I was like, for some reason, it soothed him. So I was singing, pick the fine time to leave me, Lucille. <laughs> and just, it was, you 
photos. I always think about that. Did I lose you again? No, I was just messing around with you. <laughs> You're such a dick. Oh, my God. Ah, so did you see, though, the follow-up tweet with that? Is I wasn't allowed out, okay? Except yeah. for this one nurse who was my mother's friend at night right. would let me out. And granted, I only stayed three days and three nights, but that's a long time right. in the psych unit, right? Oh, yeah. And um, I could go out. Like, she was. She worked the midnight to seven shift, so she would let me go out, and I could get some coffee and sit in the TV room. And I went out, and I was getting coffee, and there was one other patient that was sitting there, but I didn't really, and my back was to her, and that's when they were playing Last Comic Standing on repeats, and I heard my voice, and I turned around, and just as I turned around, the woman turned around and looked at me, and she was like, oh my God, it's a lady from the TV, it's a lady from the TV, <laughs> and I just ran back in the room, and I always feel bad, because I'm like, that poor lady had it like whatever was wrong with her was right. completely exacerbated and I'd let her take it. <laughs> I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> you didn't want, that's hilarious because of you. She ended up in a straight jacket for two days and she's screaming, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Sure you are. Yeah. The lady on TV was there. Oh, that's funny, man. That is funny. Right. All right. We should end it there. That is, it's not going to get better than that. Tammy Pescatelli. Thank you so much. Uh, people are you know looking. I for, love you. Yeah, uh, and I love you. And uh, you know, people are looking for stuff to do because we're all stuck in our houses. And I saw your special. It's damn good, man. Really good. Thank it's, you. It's, it's called Way After School Special. You know what's cool right now? The album is number three, and number one is Bonnie McFarland. So two regular veteran comics right up on the top of the charts. Two female comics making you laugh. <laughs> They don't want just girls talking about their periods and stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're, we've moved way past the pom-pom stage with female comics, so congratulations uh, <laughs> to Tammy Pescatelli and, of course, uh, Bonnie McFarlane. That's, that's good. That's great to hear, actually. Stay safe. Be safe. Stop standing online at the banks. I'm done. I'm done. I got all the hand sanitizer. If if uh, if they're still delivering, I'll send you some toilet paper and hand sanitizer. All right. And if you get bored, you call me because I'm doing more episodes now on a pretty regular basis. So we'll do this again very soon. I love it. It gives me something to listen to. All right. Good. All right, Tammy. Thank Let's you so go. much. Bye. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> 